This is the Saturday to Sunday Football Podcast. This is where it all counts. This is why we're here. This is why each one of us are here. And now, here's your host. Welcome back to another edition of the Saturday to Sunday Football Podcast. I am Paul Pertichese, and thank you for joining me as always. The NFL Draft is upon us. We are just days away, and here at Saturday, Sunday, we will have you covered the entire draft weekend and every all of the weeks after the draft, having podcasts, recapping every single team, dynasty rookie rankings, experts from the fantasy and the draft community coming on to talk about landing spots, these prospects. But before we get there and before we get to draft weekend, This podcast is all about letting you know that the 2021 premium Saturday to Sunday Draft Projections Notebook is now live. It went live last Friday. It will continue to be updated minute to minute if needed straight up until 8 o'clock Thursday night when the NFL Draft kicks off and then we will see how it unfolds. So if people are unfamiliar with the draft projections notebook, this is has absolutely nothing to do with my takes on these players. It is exclusively what I am gathering from listening to the best in the industry, the Daniel Jeremiah's, the Dane Bruglers, the Lance Zerlines, the Mel Kuypers, the Todd McShay, you know, Peter Schrager's, anybody that's out there. And there's so many people with great inside information, the beat writers of, of, of teams, the people for ESPN, the people for NFL Network and so many other major companies. And I try to listen and read and watch as much as possible and I process it and I digest it. And then I come up with what we call the draft projections notebook, which is projecting how I expect it to go on draft weekend based on everything I am hearing. There's tabs for every position, offense and defense. There's almost 400 names in this notebook. Height, weight, a snapshot of the player. What does that mean? How they win. Basically, their their key strengths that make them a player, a, a quick snapshot of who they are. It's not a detailed scouting report. It's a snapshot of who they are and how they win on the football field to give you an idea of what your team just drafted. And then also a, a section on a few of the developmental areas or concerns that I may have about a player. So you get thoughts on over almost 400 players in terms of how they win a snapshot and a developmental area and concerning parts of their game, but it is ranked in the order in which I expect it to go. So every position, not just offense, but also defense as well. And then we have also three big boards. We have a top 32 big board, which is projecting how I expect it to go in the first round. What 32 players will come off the board in round one? And then we have a top 105 board, which is the first three rounds of the NFL draft. And then my best guess, a top 259, projecting the 259 players that will be taken in the NFL draft. It's an interesting year. 
no combine, less information out there. Be interesting to see how our numbers do this year. But just to put it into perspective, in 2019, we predicted 25 of the 32 players to go in round one, 86 out of 102 to go in the first three rounds, and 205 out of 254 prospects to go in rounds one through seven. Last year, with all the uncertainty with COVID and no pro days, we got 26 out of 32 correct in round one, predicting the prospects, not a mock draft. Nowhere have I said anything about a mock draft. I think mock drafts are foolish, fun to read, useless in terms of predicting. We're trying to predict what players will go in the first round, the first three rounds, and the whole draft, and then rank them in the order in which we expect them to be taken by position. So last year, 26 of 32 in round one, 90 of 106 in round two, in rounds one for three, and then 210 out of the 255 players taken in rounds one through seven. It was our best year ever last year in terms of percentage for the first three rounds and for the entire draft. We'll see how we do this year. Like I said, we'll continue to update it. Right until seven, right until eight o'clock on Thursday night, anything I'm hearing and needs to be adjusted. Because what this is, as Matt has always said, is a resource and a TV guide for draft weekend. If you're a listener Saturday to Sunday and you're watching the draft at any point over the weekend, you should, if you have these notebooks, you should have open the draft projections notebook. There is no easy and more simplistic resource to immediately look at and say, oh, my team needs a quarter, my team needs a running back, my team needs a tight end, my team needs an edge player, and see who's left. I will keep it updated in real time, highlighting in yellow when a guy's been taken. I'll update it on the the big boards, the 32, the, the, the top 105, and the top 259, and I will do it in the position spot as well. So you can go right to a tab and say, oh, my team needs an edge. These are the guys that Paul thinks can go in this eight range. And it is a great resource to have at your disposal at all times. If you don't have the premium notebooks, I will be live tweeting the entire draft, all 259 picks, the snapshot of the player, is is the is the basis of what my tweets will be. I will add other commentary. I will subtweet. I will second tweet. But the snapshot of who the player is in the draft projections notebook is basically what I tweet out once I know where these guys are going. And then I add a second tweet or subtweet it to give my thoughts on maybe the landing spot, the fit, the excitement level, good pick, bad pick, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So I'll be busy all draft weekend. I love the interaction. It might take me some time, but I like to respond to every single person that writes me on draft weekend. So if you have questions about what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Fantasy value, upside, why'd they go this guy over this guy? And you want my opinion and thoughts? Send me a message on, send me, you know, tweet me and I will get back to it as soon as I can. Okay. So I love draft weekend. My favorite weekend in a year. I am hoping to be as available as always, even when a newborn child uh, in the house that hopefully cooperates and sleeps during 
the good portion of Thursday and Friday night. And then, uh, on Saturday during the day, hopefully, uh, I am not needed in terms of parenting at all. Uh, so I could, uh, do what I usually do throughout the draft. There'll be podcasts recording every night after the draft, you know, look for them the following day. You can catch up, you know, early next week as well. They are podcasts that I will share my thoughts on every pick as well. If you're not following along on Twitter, uh, I'll go into a little bit more depth. I think I'm going to have a guest on round one, breaking it down as well. So if you enjoy this kind of stuff, please, this is the third notebook. For $9.99, you get access to this notebook that I'm talking about, the scouting notebook, which is all my scouting reports for almost 100 offensive skill players. Strengths, weaknesses, developmental areas, uh, how they win, NFL role, fantasy spin, so much more there. And then you get our rankings notebook. It has all our rankings, all our tiers, uh, everything that you need to fully understand these players and help you in your dynasty and Debbie leagues. So let's talk a little bit about now projecting the draft and, and what I think is going to happen. I'm recording this just for understanding purposes on Monday night. So some things could change over the next couple of days. But where I sit right now is when I look at this, I actually think the first round is a little bit easier than it's been in terms of trying to project the 32 names that are going to go off the board. I think it's going to be five quarterbacks. I think the order we're looking at is Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. I think Mac Jones is going for to the 49ers. And if it's not him, it's Trey Lance. So you can you can have them in any order you want in terms of projecting how they're going to come off the board. And then I think a team like New England or somebody trades up for Justin Fields. So I think we got five quarterbacks in round one. I don't think anybody else is going round one. I think the Davis Mills, the um, you know, the Kyle Trask, those guys, uh, Kellen Mond, I don't think they're in the picture. They're they're day they're day two guys at best. Running backs, right now I have Najee Harris and Travis Ethian both projected to go round one. Do I change that before draft night? I might. I might. I'm keeping Najee in there. Ethian is the one I flip-flopped a little bit. But right now I have those two guys in round one. Javante Williams just missed the cut. Would I be stunned if a team takes Javante Williams ahead of one of those running backs? No. I mean, think about when Rashad Penny was taken, right? No one expected him to be that running back taken in round one. He was. I think Javante Williams is close enough to these guys that a team could, especially if Harris already goes off the board. I wouldn't be stunned if a team has Javante Williams ahead of Travis Etienne and they took him late round one, but he he missed the cut. But I do think Najee Harris and Etienne are going right now. I think they're going round one. I think I feel more confident about Harris, but I think Etienne has a good chance. At the wide receiver position, I think we got six guys who can go in round one. I think that's it. I think five are probably locks. Jamar Chase, Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddell, Kadarius Toney, and Elijah Moore. I think the top three are, are obviously given locks. I think they're gone the first 12 picks. I think Kadarius Toney and Elijah Moore and Rashad Bateman, who I all have going round one, I think they're all borderline. I think they're round one, round two. I have a hard time thinking we're going to get three, running back, uh, three wide receivers in the top 10, 11 picks, and then no more. So I have three in there from what I'm hearing. I think Tony Moore and Bateman are the guys that have the best shot. I think Terrace Marshall misses the cut. He'd be the, the next name to have on the back of your mind, but I think he probably is going the top 10 to 15 picks around two. We'll see if, if Bateman, I think would be the guy most likely not to go around one and go in the top around two. I think Tony and Moore's explosion uh, is going to set them apart. So I think they're probably 
comfortably going to go in round one after the top three at the top. At tight end, it's just Kyle Pitts. I don't think Friar Mood misses the cut. I think he'll probably go somewhere in the first 20 picks of round two. On the offensive line, right now I have seven guys. I think this is interesting. I got Penny Sewell. I got Rashawn Slater, Christian Darasaw, Elijah Vera Tucker, Tevin Jenkins, Liam Eichenberg, and Creed Humphrey. I think Eichenberg and Humphrey are the two wild cards. They're on the one-two border. I have them going in round one, so I have seven offensive linemen going. If there's a surprise offensive lineman that sneaks into round one, my guess would be one of these two tackles, Samuel Cosme out of Texas or Alex Leatherwood out of Alabama. To me, those guys missed the cut right now. Again, I may adjust things. I probably will adjust things before draft night. So if you have the notebooks, check it out. I will I will tweet out a picture of my of the big boards before the draft starts. So anybody who doesn't get the notebooks will be able to see my projected big boards uh on Twitter right before the draft starts. I want to have them out there so everybody knows what my final projections were and you know and can see exactly wh- what I think is going to happen. Defensive end slash edge players. I think there's only four going in round one. I think we got Kawhi Pei. Uh, Jalen Phillips, Aziz Ojolari, and Jason Awa out of Penn State. I think those are the four that are going to go in round one. I think Gregory Rousseau and Joe Tryon are on that one-two border. I have them both off the board right now. If you read enough tea leaves and listen to enough people, it sounds like Rousseau is not going in round one. I know he was invited to the draft. I think he's probably going to be waiting till day two to be taken. And somewhere in the top 10, 15 picks of day two, a team will take a chance on him. Uh, if a guy slides in there, it would be Rousseau, maybe late in round one, but I think he's going to go more round two. In terms of the defensive line, I think there's only going to be one. I think we're talking Christian Barmore out of Alabama, uh, Levi Ozuka out of Washington. I think would be the only other guy in play, but I don't think he. I don't think that's realistic. At the linebacker position, right now I have three guys: Micah Parsons. Jeremiah Owasua Karamoa and Zavin Collins. I think those are locks. I think all three of those guys are locks. I think the the, the guy that's borderline is uh Jamin Davis. He could go. He might be in my final projected round one before things settle out. At the cornerback position, I have three guys who are, I think, around one locks. Patrick Sertan and JC Horn. I think they're gone in the first 12 picks. Greg Newsom. The second, I think he goes round one. Then things get interesting. Does Caleb Farley go round one? I think he's on that round one to border. If he was medically fine, he'd be a top 15 pick in this draft. He'd be in the conversation to be the first cornerback taken. So does a team, is a team willing to, to look at him and not be as worried about the medicals and the injuries and take him anyway? Two other wild cards to keep in the back of your mind would be Eric Stokes and Tyson Campbell. I could see those guys going in round one as well. And right now I don't have a safety going round one. I have Trevon Mulrig as the first safety being taken, but top of the second round, he's another guy that my final big board could have him in round one. So when I look at this board and I look at my guys who just missed, I don't see a lot of guys 
on my just missed who I think are going to be round one. I don't think Javante Williams is going to be. I don't think there's going to be any other quarterbacks. I don't think Terrace Marshall's going round one. I don't think Pat Fryermuth's going round one. Would I be stunned if another lineman jumps in? No. So in terms of guys who are on my just missed, who I think are most realistic, here is my six names who I think have the ability to knock some people off of my projections. Cosme and, and Leatherwood at, 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 as offensive linemen. Rousseau as an edge. Jamin Davis at, at linebacker. Caleb Farley at cornerback. And then the safety. Mulrig, I talked about before. Those are the six guys. So I think we're talking about, I think there's like 38 guys and 32 people are going to be taken. Usually I feel like there's 50 to 55 names I think can go in round one. I think it's more condensed this year. I'm I'm looking at this board. I don't think we have 32 fir- true first round picks this year. So that's why the, the back end of this, I think, I think, like I said, I see 38 guys and I'm not even sure about the offensive lineman, to be honest with you. If I really was pushed, I maybe even could say 36 guys and say that four guys that I don't have in right now would be Rousseau, Davis, Farley, and Morig as guys who I think could go. But I'll put Cosme and Leatherwood there to give you six names of guys I didn't say who were going to go round one that I could see going round one. So I think it's a little bit easier than usual to kind of to kind of picture what the who the round one is going to be. Obviously, we don't know the order and what teams, but in terms of the players. So that's kind of how I think the first round is going to go. If we take this out a little bit further and do some more projections and look at the first couple rounds. So if we take this out for the first three rounds, that's the first 105 picks. At the quarterback position, I think we're going to have the the five on day one, but I think we're going to have eight in the first three rounds, which is a lot. I think Trask, Davis, Mills, and Kellen Mond are all going to go on day two. I don't agree with Davis, Mills, or Kellen Mond. I do agree with Kyle Trask. But I do think Davis, Mills, and Kellen Mond are going to go around somewhere on day two. So I think eight. At the running back position, right now I have two, right, in round one, Najee Harris and Travis Etienne. I think we have the capability to get four more on day two. Javante Williams and Michael Carter, I think, are locks. And then I think Trey Sermon and Kent Gain will have a real chance to go on day two. So right now I have six running backs coming off the board in the first three rounds. Don't see Ramondre Stevenson busting into the mix there, but he'd be the one guy. I don't think there's any quarterback that can bump into the mix here. Ramondre Stevenson would be the only running back that I think could kick in. Maybe somebody still is high on Chuba Hubbard, uh, but I, I think Ramondre Stevenson would be the one guy that could kick his way up into the late round three mix, potentially. But I wasn't comfortable putting him there. Wide receivers. I had... Six in round one, right? I talked about them before. Chase Smith, Waddle, Tony, Moore, and Bateman. I think there's going to be at least another nine with the possibility for another 11 or so. For me, the nine other receivers that I think are going to be drafted in rounds two and three are the following. Terrace Marshall Jr., Rondell Moore, Amon Ross St. Brown, Nico Collins, Amari Rogers, 
Dwayne Etheridge, Deami Brown, Cornell Powell, and then right now I have Tylen Wallace and Tutu Atwell there. I wouldn't be stunned if Tutu Atwell and, and Tylen Wallace fall to day parade. Early, early day parade. So I have 15 total wide receivers right now going in the top 105 picks. I could see a few of them guys not going. Now, I don't know if that means there would be less receivers taken. I think receivers is the hardest one because I think there's some guys like Anthony Schwartz out of Auburn, like Josh Palmer out of Tennessee, a surprise like Austin Watkins or Simi Fioko out of Stanford, Shai Smith. There's some guys here that could surprise. I think Schwartz and Palmer would be the two most likely guys that could either A, join the mix and make it 18 receivers taken or potentially replace a Tylen Wallace, a Tutu Atwell, or Cornell, or, Cornell, or Cornell Powell. I think Marshall Moore, Amon Ra, Nico Collins, Amari Rogers, Eskridge, and Deami Brown, I think those are locks. So to me, there's 13 locks in the first three rounds. I'm projecting Powell, Wallace, and Tutu Atwell to round out to make 16 with Anthony Swartz and Josh Palmer just missing the cut. Could be in also or could replace a couple of guys there at the back end. Tight end. I had obviously Kyle Pitts in round one. Pat Fryermuth, Tommy Tremble, Brevin Jordan, Hunter Long. I have four more guys going in rounds two and three. I think Fryermuth and Tremble are locks. I think Brevin Jordan and Hunter Long are on the 3-4 border. I'm going to say that they sneak in and go round three. Wouldn't be stunned if they go round four. I don't think there's another tight end that's in the mix, really. If I was forced to pick one, I would say Trey McKitty, but I, I think he's probably more of a round four, round five guy. At the offensive line, I already talked about a lot of the ones, who I can, the seven who I think can go in round one. I mentioned Samuel Cosme and Alex Leatherwood as two guys that could go in round one, but they're wild cards. I don't think so. So they'll probably go at the top of round two. Dylan Renudes, Landon Dickerson, Quinn Myers, Walker Little, Jalen Mayfield, Aaron Banks, Spencer Brown, Jackson Carmen, Kendrick Green, Brady Christensen, Wyatt Davis, Josh Myers, Trey Smith, Stone Forsythe. I have all of those guys going in the first three rounds. I have 23 offensive linemen going in rounds one for three. Really good offensive line class. There's going to be tremendous value in the third round. Guys like Wyatt Davis, who I think are a second-round pick, he's going to be there early to mid-round three. Trey Smith, Kendrick Green, a lot of good value there. If we look over at the edge, I already talked about it. I thought there was going to be four in round one with Rousseau and Tryon on the border. So they're the top two guys that are going to go on rounds two and three. But I think we're going to add a few more guys. I think Joseph Asai is going. I think Boogie Basham is going. I think Peyton Turner are going. I think those guys are all going in round two. So I think Rousseau, Tryon, 
Joseph Asai, Boogie Basham, Peyton Turner all going round two. And then I think in round three, you're going to see Ronnie Perkins, Chris Rumpf, and Dio Adiyingbo all go on round three. A couple guys that could just miss the cut, Rashad Weaver, Jordan Smith, Charles Snowden, Ellerson Smith, Patrick Jones. In terms of the D-line, right? Christian Barmore was the only guy I had going round one. I mentioned Levi could go borderline late round one, early round two, or to Zikway. The other guys who I think are going to go on day two, I think Milton Williams is going to go round two. I think Alim McNeil, Bobby Brown, Osa Odigizua, and Davion Nixon are the guys who are going to go. I think. Nixon is borderline. A couple of guys who could be in the mix are Tyler Shelvin or Jay Tufeli. A couple other guys in the mix there, but I think those would be the two most likely guys who could jump into the mix. At the linebacker position, I already talked about the guys in round one. I talked about Jamin Davis could be in round one. If not, he's going to go top of round two. The other guys who I think are going to go on day two are Nick Bolton, Jabril Cox, Baron Browning, Chaz Surratt, and Pete Werner. I think Dylan Moses out of Alabama is a wild card. Could go round three, could fall. The cornerback position, I already talked about three locks in round one, and then I had Farley, Stokes, and Campbell just missing out. So they would obviously be at the top of round two. I think you're looking at Aaron Robinson, Ifitu Malfanyu, Asante Samuel Jr., Kelvin Joseph, Elijah Molden, Paulson Adebo, and Robert Rochelle. I think those are the other corners that could go. I think you're looking at 13 corners that have a, a most likely will be will go off the board. I think those 13 guys very much could go off the board. If you're looking at some other guys that could go, that just missed the cut, I think Benjamin St. Juiced, Shakur Brown, and Ambry Thomas. Those would probably be the next set of guys, Marco Wilson, K. Vincent Jr., if you really want to go a little bit deeper. I think those would be the guys that we're talking about of just missing the cut in terms of the cornerback position. If we take this over to the safety, we only had one and we had none in round one, right? I said Trevon Morig could be a round one guy. No one else I think is in play for round one, but I do think in, in day two, we're going to have Morig, Richie Grant, Javon Holland, Divine Diablo, Andre Sisco, and Jamar Johnson. So I do think we're going to have six guys, Tyree Gillespie, Caden Stearns, just missing the cut. So that's kind of how I, I see the board going for the first 105 picks. Again, these will be adjusted and updated. They will be tweeted out before the draft starts for people who are not subscribers. If you are subscribers, you can log on and see any updates. It tells you the date that they were, it was last updated. So they haven't been updated too much since I since the notebook dropped on Saturday or Friday. 
So there definitely will be updates throughout this week leading into the NFL draft. So again, guys, it's an exercise that I truly enjoy trying to put it together in terms of the players. Again, I don't care so much about mock drafts. I like trying to, to know what the NFL is thinking of these guys. It helps me as a fan. It helps me as an evaluator. I like to kind of have an idea of who could be in the mix to go off the board and when. And I like to look at this, you know, a team makes a pick and I look at it and it's like, man, everything I was hearing was sixth round. They just took him in the fourth. You know, that seems like a reach. I'd be interested to see what they say, you know, or vice versa, a good value. Or when UDFA rolls around and there's so many guys signing, you can go to this notebook and read a quick snapshot of the player. And every, and based on what I was hearing, where were they projected to go? Were they projected to be, you know, early day three, a day three, late day three, late day three UDFA type? Like, where did they belong? You know, so I have a projection for every single player kind of gives you a feel uh, for where they are. If I say early day three, I, I'm thinking round four, round five. If I say day three, I'm thinking more like five, six. If I say late day three, I'm thinking six, seven. If I say late day three slash UDFA, I'm thinking round seven or, or priority free agent. You know, day two, I'm thinking late round two or, or round three. If I say, if I think they're going definitely round two, I'll just say round two. If I think they're going round one, it'll say round one. And if I think they're on the border, it'll say round one, round, you know, round one, slash two or round three slash four if i if i feel like they're on the border of day two to day three or day one to day two so it's a fun exercise i enjoy having you know my ears to the ground and listening and trying to piecemeal together for you guys hopefully you enjoy it and again i'd love to see you know it open with lots of people looking at it on draft night uh i love the interaction on twitter so hopefully you guys reach out with questions and and thoughts throughout again please get over to the website and and help support us we really do need some more sales this year to help us continue to do what we're doing uh we don't want to ever go behind the paywall in terms of the podcast or anything like that we don't really want to just create a patreon ask you guys to help us out without getting something in return so we think for 9.99 is a a pretty fair price for all three of these notebooks uh and you get them all for one price uh, they can help you in, in a variety of ways just for understanding the players, for fantasy, for for dynasty rookie drafts, and, and many other uh, avenues along the way. So, on behalf of Matt, on behalf of our sound tech engineer, David Nakano, and myself, enjoy round one of the NFL draft. I will be back with you to recap round one and then every round thereafter as well. Uh, So enjoy until next time when I take you from Saturday to Sunday.